You're listening to Triple Radio on the Fat Gatsby Network. I'm recording on my end. We are recording. It's a podcast. It's officially a All podcast. Right, yeah. I am recording and <laughs> so streaming fast. simultaneously. I Woo. don't know where it's recording to, but I'm sure I'll find out. Hopefully it's a disc with a lot of space on it. Uh, <laughs> Hello, hey world. It's three middle-aged guys. We're here to tell you our opinions. <laughs> and we're all white, so you know they're dynamite. <laughs> yeah. You know, these you can, are some winners. You can't find opinions like these anywhere else on the internet. Hey, guys, yeah. it's Triple Radio. It's Tim. It's David Suisse. Hey. Uh, hey but hey, we've been doing Triple Radio for like 15 years. Wait, that's too long. Um, <laughs> it is. It's time. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah. Too, wait, no, wait. That's too long. No, it's just short of 15 years, I believe. I think we started in, in 08 was when we, whenever Speed Racer came out, yep. you know, that's, <laughs> that's the uh, best movie We just had to tell the internet our opinions about Speed Racer. Well, you know, at the yeah. time, like yeah, rightly so, well, I'm not arguing against it. <laughs> yeah, but it, well, at the time, you know, it wasn't uh, a cliche. I guess uh, yeah. podcasts were still fairly new and fresh, and not oh. everybody and their mom had one. Um, so we are old, better than everyone that yes. came after. So we, that's we it. Better than everyone just, that came after. Yeah, just I was the easiest thing still to do. listening to podcasts on an iPod at that time mm. yeah I don't i've know. never done that i don't remember um i, had one I definitely was still using yeah. an ipod uh at that time i believe i still had the one i got from fortuna maybe i had a i had a ipad ipod touch for a period when i was too much of a coward to just get an iphone but i wanted <laughs> ios apps <laughs> that's yeah, what I've we did too we got we got a touch first i still have it what yeah. is this going on something shipped here's here's an og ipod touch in a handsome leather case yeah. okay yeah no i um yeah so yeah we're back a few weeks later had some hey. COVID in there um <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah, tim we, we had we, a little COVID there yeah, i know we, we, we just, just chit-chatted about it uh, yeah, a little we, bit we, but um yeah, how how you 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 didn't feel too terrible? Yes. No, not at all. Uh, as as I you know told people at work, um, is is I almost missed it. Uh, I feel like if I had not been, if I had not gone up and gone grocery shopping Sunday morning, mm-hmm. I would not have noticed that I was feeling a little like bone sore. Yeah. Uh, and I might have just hung out on the couch and. It was a hot day. I might have not even noticed I had a fever. <laughs> bone uh, sore feels like like the word bone saw in a weird yeah. colloquial colloquial accent. Yeah, just like, just, you like know, Cornish. Like, like oh, go I... and get the bone sore, and we'll just yes. sore his arm off. Yeah, let's think of Welsh. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, right. Well, Welsh. Could yeah, that, Welsh the, as well. The Saturday of that weekend, the fam- me and the family went to get a taste of buffalo, and we went and got a taste. Oh, um, that's where you think you got it? No, no. Oh. I, the, if anything, that's where I thought I would have shared it with my family because we were sharing foods. Um, <laughs> with me thinking I didn't have COVID because I had tested negative that day oh. uh, and the day before, and just just thinking I had some some old allergies as I usually do towards the end of July. Yeah. Um, no, I actually think I got it from work, uh, just given the timeline, which is absurd to say when I went to AEW Dynamite uh, 
that that's I, that seems like the more likely place where I would have gotten it. But just like the timing of it, I think it was actually a little bit sooner than that. So, well, but in the know, end, you, that's, you don't, that's, you'll your never know. A, that's your AEW crowd, you know, vaccinated, uh, well protected. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, Spitz was sitting right next to me, Dan Spitz. He didn't yeah. get it. Um, but I mean, the reality is there's no such thing as contact tracing, so you'll never know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Our numbers are horribly low. It's great. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you just, you just won't know, but yeah. So I, I had to go out and do the grocery shopping on Sunday where normally I do that on Saturday. And I was just like, oh man, I feel like kind of crap. I'll take another test. And that was the one that was positive. And, um, it was reassuring to know that the tests work. Uh, mm-hmm, <laughs> honestly, yeah. having well, taken, test, uh, ended up on that one. How the what? Which test was that? PCR or was that the home test? This was an that was a home test and home oh. antigen test. Having done many, many, many of those over the course of the last like year and a half, mm-hmm. uh, it felt like uh, you know at work and at home, I was just like, man, they're always negative, always negative. Like, well, because they don't show up until yeah. Yeah, Later. but you know, I was getting tested regularly. Like they had testing available at work, so I was getting that done pretty much every week, if not twice a week, sometimes. Um, and yes. doing them at home and just kind of wondering, like, well, I feel like crap, but it says it's negative. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. No, no, I've been doing it right the whole time. I just didn't have COVID until that one time. Because boy, does that line show the fuck up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there is no question. I'm just like after. They say wait 10, 15 minutes. Like, no, it was like after a minute. I'm like, yeah. oh, no, there it is. It's right fucking there. You can't miss it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I if if I had just been chilling on that Sunday morning playing games, might not have noticed. Uh, I had a slight fever in the afternoon. It was a really hot day. Might not have noticed and just gone on with my life, just blowing COVID across my entire workplace, <laughs> uh, not realizing something was amiss. But, you know, I tested and it was like, oh, there's some COVID. I guess I'm going to shack up in uh, this room here. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and and hang out away from my family and not go to work. Uh, and uh, yeah, that, that was a week. But yeah, it's definitely... Uh, Dave, you could probably relate. Like the bigger issue with COVID is that like it makes dealing with children a pain in the ass. Im- fucking possible. Yeah, it that's sucks. that's the real. Uh, the, the, yeah, that's that's the real pain in the ass of it because mm-hmm. um, you suddenly you've got these when you've got little humans who need care and you mm-hmm. like you know for safety reasons cannot get near them. It's the mm-hmm. worst. Yeah, there's no handoff. Uh, so that Sunday, like Lauren was at work and I was just like, okay, buddy, you're going to hang out here in the living room and just do whatever you want to do with that TV and that switch. (laughs) Have a good time. You know where the snacks are, man. You're good. Just hang hang on for a few hours. I'm right here. If you need something, (laughs) you're good. But then it was like, you know, Monday, Wednesday, he was out of the house at, you know, at camp. So that wasn't bad. And Mm. well, you know, it's, it's, it's a daycare, but um, it's like anything but camp when you do that. (laughs) And, you know, Lauren took him to the strong museum on Tuesday. uh, But Thursday was definitely like her being, I am done being around this child nonstop at every moment when he needs me. And I'm like, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, yeah, just, just even being able to do that little handoff. But, you know, we made it through. Uh, and yeah, <laughs> fortunately, fortunately, it wasn't bad. Uh, I I think, well, assuming she doesn't have it right now uh, and, and didn't get it from me at the very, very tail end of when I may or may not have been contagious. So the timing uh, would have had to have been 
just perfect, right? Like you, you would have been nearly, nearly all better and probably not yeah. contagious when she, yeah. Yeah. Like she would have had to pick it up for me basically when I was testing negative, uh, pretty much. It just like the, the last little COVID cell must've just been like, <laughs> if she, if she got it from me, but she could have gotten it from work. She could have gotten it from somewhere yeah. else. Who knows? There's no that's, such thing that's as contact extreme. tracing. If you were test, if you were actually <laughs> testing negative, that's ex as far as I'm aware, that's extremely unlikely because you, yeah. even when you're no longer sick, you can continue to test positive. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. and so if you, if you were actually testing negative, then I, yeah, that's, I, I doubt she got it from you. Um, me too, but who knows? You just, you just don't know when yep, there's still so know. much that you don't know. I, my uh, oldest, my oldest went to a sleepover yesterday and right before she left mm -hmm. the house, I was like, let's give you a COVID test just in case. Mm -hmm. and, and I was like, oh yeah, okay. I guess that's where I'm like, well, it's more if it's, it's for deniability. Like, you know, if, if somehow <laughs> someone else at this sleepover gets COVID, we can honestly tell someone, well, we did a test. So you didn't get it from us. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, uh, like, but it's they, a polite parent yeah. thing to do now yeah but my my thinking assumed that they neither of them got covid at this point which were just about out of the woods maybe um it, it, they both got boosted in the spring and my last mm -hmm. booster was in like november so right that might have been the difference maker it's just like more recent booster shot who knows yeah but at the very least, uh, yeah, like actually having COVID was was much easier than than the side effects I got from the uh, the boosters. Uh, oh. like shots, yeah, shots two and three, I was wrecked for a day, just wow. one day, and then I felt fine. Uh, and COVID was just like I barely even knew it was here. Uh, so, getting shots all, <laughs> probably a good idea. All yeah. previous boosters have wrecked me but i just got number four in uh in june i think and mm -hmm. nothing so i don't know huh. interesting I, I don't know maybe they maybe it gets easier with <laughs> the more the more of those antibodies you get i don't know let's, just, yeah. let's know when i'm eligible for four here at this yeah. point but i'm, I'm hoping yeah, it'll be like the just do it the, the, the variant just booster do of the fall that's supposed they don't check that shit Absolutely. well i'm like what tim's saying i'm kind of waiting like if i can wait for the one in the fall that would be a little stronger for BA five would be yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just something a little updated, but yeah, yeah. Anyways, just sitting around, gave me time to consume some media. Well, Ooh. somewhat. Yeah. So that's a that's a transition right, right there. Anything? Uh, yeah. You know, that, was, I, that, that was expertly done. I, you know, yeah. I know we've been doing this for 15 years, but I think that was maybe <laughs> the smoothest transition into let's talk ever, about games that I've ever it, heard. Bra I, I say bravo. Minutes, minutes to pat ourselves on the back for the transition itself, thereby <laughs> negating the transition. <laughs> Destroying the presence of the transition. All right, yeah, you look at that spreadsheet I had open. I just realized I don't have any means of seeing if there is a chat going on right now, so I should probably open that up. Yeah, no, I uh, I do wish I had um, mm -hmm. watched some Strange New Worlds. Uh, ah. Yeah, because we're going to talk about it. Oh, okay. I wish yeah, I consumed cool. enough media that I needed a spreadsheet to keep track of it. <laughs> no, exactly no, no, that, that, that's about. my that's my my spreadsheet for keeping track of my reviews that I had open. Um, I keep I, I have one now for games because I play them so infrequently I forget what I've played. <laughs> Very good. Okay, good. No one's watching. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> Ideal. I'm going to scratch my balls. Yeah, just what I wanted. I'm not missing anything. Fantastic. Yeah. Someone's texting me. Yeah, no, I didn't. Unfortunately, I didn't really. I, uh, I, 
got got my hands on on the episodes. I just have not watched them because I'm a moron and didn't feel like running plugging the HDMI from my computer into the TV that's in this room and just <laughs> setting up a playlist to do Strange New Worlds. I don't know. It's it's yeah. yeah. I don't. Did you get? But, I got so I got Paramount Plus for ninety nine cents on Prime Day. Is is uh, how I'm no, watching nice. it. Yeah, I, I, like because there were a whole bunch of Amazon will let you add on a whole bunch of streaming services for ninety nine cents for like two months. Uh, so yeah. so so got Paramount Plus so I can watch Strange New Worlds. Uh, what else did I got? I got um, I got Showtime because I kind of want to oh, check out thanks. Vanessa Bayer's new comedy. Um, oh, that's... I I love that for you, which it's mm -hmm. not reviewing great, but she's on the podcast circuit and everyone seems pretty complimentary about it, and she, I think she's great. Um, yeah, and. Uh, yeah. Supposed to be very good too. Uh, oh yes, yes. I'm going to take advantage of. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. watch watch that that little film, uh, as well. But um, I I well as long as we're on the subject, we uh, would you would you uh, like to do a little strange new world scab? I mean, yes. Some, some but, spoiler free. Uh, right. I mean, I'm just I I. I mean, hopefully in a month it. I will have actually watched a bunch of it. But yeah, I've yeah, yeah. Set myself up. I mean, like, I'm not going to add much that because I think I touched on it last time, but yeah. uh, very much the the show is working. And I don't think they understand, like, I don't think CBS understands why <laughs> I don't think CBS understands why this is the one show uh, like they just announced a crossover with Lower Decks. Uh, it's uh, Comic-Con, okay. which. I'm whatever. <laughs> I don't love do, Lower Decks. Do we know what first. that means yet? Do we? Does that mean that the uh, Strange New Worlds characters are going to be on Lower Decks? Because that's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, I like. I know it's hybrid animation. That's all I know. I didn't read into it because I've only watched the first episode of Lower Decks. So, okay. I mean, I'll probably check it out. But the, I mean, I, I very much am enjoying just about everybody on Strange New Worlds, mm -hmm. and that's kind of something I missed on. Especially with like, you know, next generation DS9, it's like any combination of people like your favorite episodes could be uh, uh, just Jules and uh, Colmini like going off and having a chat yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. that's the kind of thing that uh, all these like, like, I feel like Discovery had it with a few characters, but it was always when it cuts to characters that I'm less interested in. And I drop off of the show in the middle of the second season. <laughs> well, I think, like, yeah, honestly, Doug <laughs> Jones is kind of the only actor on Discovery that ever made it work for me. And I, I think the difference <laughs> is that on... Uh, so I, I was also thinking that, like, wow, I really like these characters on, on Strange New Worlds. And I like them because they're actual fucking human beings and not just a collection of, like, dialogue that feels engineered to let the writers sort of write to whatever sort of monologue they think will sound cool and badass. That's the the, the mm -hmm. what drove me crazy about the writing on Discovery and Picard is that the mm -hmm. writing felt so goddamn sophomoric. Like these idiots just wanted they wanted their characters to have these grand speeches that sounded 
cool and they didn't care how they got there. They didn't care if yeah. it didn't make sense for the character. They didn't care about character building. They didn't care about giving the characters personalities. They just engineered the plot to put characters in these situations where they could have these little tennis matches of dialogue or these impressive monologues that sounded cool and badass. And it just was the stupidest fucking thing. Uh, and no one on either of those shows is a, is a person. Well, I like that's the thing is I still I still thought Tilly and the doctor were people like those. Those were the ones that were like getting me to watch Discovery where you could have like a couple people having a conversation about science, whatever. But it was so scant, mm-hmm. whereas Strange New Worlds is just I, I don't know, most of the episode, really. And yeah. And on top of that, they have the freedom to fuck around. <laughs> like, yeah, they I do. won't say what, but the fuck around stuff is so fun and it's earned. And yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's what it TV feels... should be doing because yeah. it has that time. Um, I think so. I, in terms of these characters feeling more real, I, I, I always kind of feel like it's, it's, it's it, it, in a lot right, of ways, right it's, it's 50 per, okay it's you know it's 50 percent casting and it's 50 percent writing and like really good casting yeah. can save bad writing um but uh hey tim's out of the room do you want to talk about the last episode really oh, quick? i'm not yes. there yet i'm only halfway through the season oh. i yeah no i only just watched oh, episode no like six. Oh man okay yeah, you just started getting going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I'm only and Gosh. and so yeah, I'm just I'm still just kind of getting to know these characters and this and and mm-hmm. and this this world and their place in the world and how they interact. Um, see, like I I love the interactions between like Nurse Chapel and Spock because they're not coming yep. right out and saying anything, but they're like behaving the way real people do, which is not how they wrote Discovery and Picard. Um, and, and it's it's partially writing and it's partially I mean, it's the same shit that Marvel runs into where it's just like it's it's cutting out that stuff to get to plot. It's it's going like people want to see plot and everything services plot versus mm-hmm. straight worlds. It almost uh, <laughs> I'm going to draw the weird analogy just because I've been watching a lot of Farscape. Uh, one of the things that I've been rewatching um that I enjoy about Farscape is it's so clear that nobody was paying attention to it. And I feel like Strange <laughs> Worlds gets the same benefit where they're like, well, people are watching Picard because it has everybody you remember ever. Yeah. So we're going to actually do this <laughs> good writing <laughs> and, uh, and take some risks. Like it's a show that's doing things that I don't think that they could get away with, at least on Picard. I feel like Discovery should do some of the things that, Strange oh, I mean, yo, it, it sure could have yeah. had <laughs> uh, D- D- Discovery had a chance to do a lot of what Strange New Worlds is doing. Um, I think mm-hmm. one of the key here's here's a key pillar for me is Anson yeah. Mount. Like, yes, which is a fucking uh, rock. Well, and there's so many people, Anson Mount, Nurse Chapel, Spock being in there, any any oh. legacy people. I didn't expect that's the expectations were like, oh, these are going to be my least favorite parts of the show. Yes. Yeah. And then they just like knock it out of the box. Yeah. Oh, so so uh, the, the the legacy casting, the recasting those yeah. old roles, like that was such a precarious thing. And how they got so lucky that they nailed it for everyone kind of boggles my mind. But I think the that's, biggest magic yeah. trick that they're pulling <laughs> off here is that Anson Mount's Captain Pike 
does a very similar magic trick to what Din Djarin does for the Boba Fett archetype. Like, okay. because, so, so, so on, on the Mandalorian, you didn't watch the Mandalorian. I watched two episodes. You watched two episodes. All right. Well, so having a stand in for <laughs> Boba Fett on Mandalorian, basically, like this character Boba is Boba Fett in almost everything but name. But because he doesn't have the baggage of the actual character Boba Fett, you can then steer this character in new directions. Anson Mount mm. is so Shatner sometimes, but he's the Whoa. best parts of Shatner. He's effortlessly charming. See, I think like that's what I like the most because that's when I saw the trailer, I was like, oh, man, they're just doing Kirk. But what I like is that he's proven himself different than Kirk. Oh, me. yeah. Yeah. Like, in, but he's, wor he's working from the, the Kirk template. He's it's yes, like yeah. Kirk with all yeah. of Picard's best moral impulses. I I had that same uh, conversation. That some, like <laughs> maybe not not. I think he gets to be goofier than Kirk, but Kirk is reckless and you can get like comedy out of that, but Pike isn't reckless. No, he's, he's not reckless. Still. He is as and goofy that, as Kirk could as Kirk got in the later movies, yes. which was just sort of oh, yeah. off the cuff. <laughs> just a little quick 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 little quip. <laughs> I'm gonna go mountain climbing with a record. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and uh, uh, it's yeah, it's, it's it's reductive to say that Captain Pike is like the woke Kirk. Um, but the mm -hmm. minute I heard him say something like in an episode, he said radical empathy. You know, like, like let's that, practice radical yeah. empathy. I'm like, oh, that's he's, he's a yeah. woke Kirk. Um, but it's but that's the so just having a conversation about empathy, where like we're talking yes. about all of these like fun things, but also they can just have a hallway conversation about empathy, and yeah. it actually like, yeah. And the reason why that is so important, I think, is because it make it it is the thing that makes this quote unquote feel like Star Trek. When Discovery mm -hmm. aired, I thought that what I wanted was something that didn't necessarily feel... I was fine with something that didn't feel like Star Trek. Mm -hmm. But it yeah. wasn't well written. So I was like, well, this is a pain in the ass to watch anyway. <laughs> but what makes this feel like Star Trek is because they've got the... They're really focused on the egalitarian ideals. You know, like these are... What makes it Trek is we're a utopian society with these egalitarian ideals and we're going to be morally challenged every week and let's see what we do with it. Right. Versus... We have an idea, you know, it, I, I think like better or worse, it's it's honestly some of the problems I have with Rogue One where it's like, it feels like somebody that had a clever world building idea, mm -hmm. but didn't plan the rest. Yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. 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 So they're, Jesus Christ. They, they it's just, just working. That's, I mean, that's all I can say is like episode to episode. I'm so excited for season two. Yeah, is it, it's all out at this point. Is it 10 yep. episodes? Yep. Okay. Yeah, 10 episodes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All Did either of you guys watch Picard season two? No. That's, oh, I'm okay. curious. I have a morbid curiosity about it, believe me. <laughs> sure. But like, that's yeah. hard for me to want to commit 10 hours of my life to the kind of shit that I saw in season one. <laughs> There's just cool. so much. I mean, like, yeah. even yes right now but i i don't think i uh, i don't know i've gone back and i, I think it, I've it just made me angry the last episode made me angry <laughs> the last episode made it me did angry. end poorly yes it ended very poorly um, 
I know it's it's sad. I want to see clips, but I I'm not interested in watching the season now. Yeah, no, I was I was just curious if if you'd even like deign to watch an episode. <laughs> um, I feel like, I mean, I ain't heard anybody say shit about season two. <laughs> like it might as well not even exist. Like I, you know, I have the the steady beat of some people being like, you should check out Discovery, and some people being like, you should watch Lower Decks, and I'm like, no way. Uh, and, <laughs> And then yeah, I like lower decks. Let me just say I liked lower decks. It's it's yeah. kind I'm of a Rick and Morty already. knockoff that doesn't push as hard, yes. but I thought it was yeah. fun. Mm. I feel um, like I'll probably hate it. it. Um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, oh, but but the one that I do kind of it's I really kind of do want to go back to Discovery now and at least watch the yeah. episodes where the Strange New Worlds crew appears because. The new show references like, I, I, you know, with knowledge of the original series gives me enough to go on. Obviously, I know what they're talking. We all know about Captain Pike and his scarred fate in this wheelchair. Um, But I I do want to see what happens on Discovery that paints our way to the references to that on the show. So. Oh, that's interesting. No, I heard that it picked up in by three or four. I don't remember what they're on, but it, I heard that two was kind of atrocious and then it kind of improved in ways, but it's one, I mean, it's honestly how I felt about a lot of RPGs where it's just sort of like, yeah, give it 12 hours. And I'm just, (laughs) yeah, I ain't got that. No, no, (laughs) you gotta give it a couple seasons. No, I will not give it a couple seasons. I will not. I refuse. Um, (laughs) Well, Things I will okay. So to, to veer back into games uh, and, and things oh, I've been getting into. Uh, so I started. So this could go two ways in, into things I know I won't like or things that I know I won't finish, um, <laughs> or both. Yeah. So I started while uh, during during COVID teen, um, I did slip out of the living room during the day. When, when I did slip out of the living room, out to the living room uh, on the days when no one was around, and I started playing Last of Us Part Two, uh, uh, which yeah, never. Yeah, Dave, you really liked Last of Us Part One, didn't you? Or did I you really never play did, it? You know, ten years yeah. ago. Yeah, no, ten I, years I, ago, it was one of my faves. Yeah. No, I mean, I really liked the story of uh, Last of Us, but I was kind of done with playing it by the time. Well, b- a bit before I was done playing it, and that's kind of been my thing with. Naughty Dog games uh, is I like really dug Uncharted 2 and then have become increasingly and I and I don't want to shit on Last of Us 1 because I did really like it. I played through the whole thing and I mostly didn't have too much issue with it until like the the last third. I was getting kind of sick of playing it. Um, You might remember I put the game down for a year because of gameplay specifically. Yeah. Um, Yeah. No, no, it's like, you know, I went into Uncharted 4. And I stopped playing it like halfway through. I'm just like, I can't like they are so good with their performance capture and their dialogue and their story stuff. And I just can't deal with playing the games to get to the end of them. And just hearing about Last of Us 2, you know, perhaps as unnecessary a sequel as anything has ever gotten. um, And just kind of inferring about where the story went and hearing about how the gameplay hadn't really changed. I was like, ah. and also hearing about how it's fucking long. 
Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, it, it's yeah. Well, I'll never play that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's I get you know somewhere like twenty, twenty-five, maybe thirty hours. Like, and I'll kind of get into that. I'm just like, ah, this just doesn't sound like something I'm gonna make it through. Yeah. Um, but you know, I get in there, and it has a kind of a lengthy setup sequence uh, to to kick off the story, um, and then you get going on you know kind of the main thrust of it. Um, and you know, I'm having an okay time. Like I like the parts where I'm just kind of exploring, like you go to Seattle and you're kind of dropped in there. And after like a little bit of like linear stuff, like it kind of opens up and you're able to just kind of like ride your horse around and go into buildings and, and do some stuff. And it's, it's kind of cool. And, and, and like, you know, their graphical prowess is very good. Sure. Uh, it, it, you know, the, the environments look great and riding around and you're, you know, talking with your companion and whatnot. Um, but, you know, after playing a bit, like right around hour six is when I started being like, how much how much more of this game is? There? <laughs> uh, and then I, you know, I noticed I'm just like, OK, well, there's not that much more with Ellie. But then you play like a ton more with an entire other character like the like that is a, a thing in this game is you switch perspectives as to who you're playing as mm. and kind of relive the events of those these three days in Seattle from like another character's perspective and I'm just like ah, I, I, there is no chance in hell I am I, I could get to the end of the Ellie stuff there is no chance in hell I'm going through it with this other character <laughs> and then there what what's <laughs> and then and then after that there's more like after you do all that stuff then there's like an, an epilogue and these are things i heard people kind of talking about just like man this game goes on did they really need to do all this stuff with the other character did they really need to drag out this epilogue to get this point across did they really need to do all this stuff but it's just like yeah i don't i i heard all this stuff about how like oh man they really improved the gameplay and gave you all these options and man i feel like it was the same same stuff. Like I sat there and tuned down the difficulty too, just to, so I could kind of breeze. But I'm still just like, ah, man, stealthing around and crafting shit. Even though I'm finding like a lot of crafting materials, but like the, you know, I heard, you know, people had a lot to say about the controls in Metroid Dread and how there was a lot of them. There was also a lot of controls in Last of Us too, uh, <laughs> in that like just like where your weapons are, what does dodge, and then it's like, okay, what do I have equipped at this time, and what, you know. Ah, I, I was fumbling with controls a lot mm. in that game. Um, did not feel terribly intuitive. And it took me a while. Like, how the hell do I reload? <laughs> and it turns out you just press the fire button when you're not aiming, oh. which is how no game does that. What? <laughs> yeah. A weird thing. <laughs> I would I would never think just of doing that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Because normally in a game, it's just like, oh, I'm just going to kind of, yeah, that's shooting from the hip. Yeah you, yeah, you don't have time to aim, so you just shoot from the hip. No, that's reload in Last of Us Part Two, and I'm just like, why is that? And you know, dodge is over on a shoulder button where I incessantly think it's on going to be on circle because of Dark Souls. Um, that's just how that is. But yeah, predictably, I, I got a few hours into the game, and I'm like, yeah, I'm probably never going back to that. Uh, so not going to pick up the remaster then, I guess. No, no, I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I did not need to replay that first game uh, at all. Uh, I thought, you know, it was good once through, but I'm, I'm not lusting to, to go through the gameplay again. Uh, will that, I watch the show on HBO? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I will because of uh, the writer. 
um, yeah. and everything I've heard. Yeah, Because then you are removing the gameplay from The Last of Us equation, which is the part I like the least. So, right. That could be that could be good. Uh, Last of Us was only my second Naughty no- Naughty Dog game. So naughty Dog game. At that time, it was actually still pretty novel. Yeah. Um, but uh, that that said, <laughs> yeah. even by my second Naughty Dog narrative adventure, I could tell that like, okay, so this is how they do things. Mm-hmm. By the end of it, I was I was pretty done, and that's why I never picked up Uncharted two because like I played Uncharted mm-hmm. one and then Last oh, of Us. Oh man! And I was oh. like, yeah, I know everyone says Uncharted two is great, but like, I don't know if I want to do this again. <laughs> Uncharted two, I had less trouble gameplay wise than yeah of us at least. Okay. Like it's not trouble; it's just sort of the loop. It's you know like <laughs> mm-hmm. here's with this loop. All right, let's let's do some platform. Let's do some environmental stuff. And now here's a shooting gallery. And now here's a yep. stealth section. And yep, yes. Yeah, and that carries over, and it, it's like one of mm-hmm. something that's been annoying me since Uncharted One with these games. And mind you, my favorite Naughty Dog game is still the first Jack and Daxter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like you'll go into one of these rooms, and like enemies will just pour in, like from the like holes in the ceiling or the wall. Yeah, they just yeah. keep coming in. It's just like guys, how many do you really fucking need here? Like, why? What was? How much? Oh, okay. My oh, wife's home. Go. I heard. I heard dogs growl. Freak out. Okay, no, <laughs> you could probably hear. Them. Uh, but yeah, and, and that just drove me nuts in Uncharted. And it's just like as soon yeah, as I was in it, Uncharted. yeah, just guys <laughs> pouring into the room and in Uncharted three. And like, I didn't, it's like a lot of what happened in Uncharted two. I just didn't think about or see that stuff as much. It just didn't bother me, but it bothered me in three and four and last of us and last of us part two, uh, to the credit of part two. You can do something, which I don't recall you ever being able to do in the first one, is that you can actually just stealth past encounters from time to time. Because oh, I felt yeah. in, the, in the first one, there was constantly like some door or shelf that you had to take a second to move and you couldn't like leave the area until you shot everybody, mm-hmm. killed everybody. In this, like there's actually some encounters where you can actually just sneak by and go on. And that's good. That's very good. Uh, <laughs> so I, I do appreciate that about it. But am I going to finish it? Nah, I don't think so. Yeah. Should be <laughs> fun as the rest of the game. Like, in yeah. in theory, Naughty, Go- Naughty Dog should have gone. Why is that the hard part of it? <laughs> <Naughty Dog. laughs> should have been like, oh, we're very good at this part. Let's improve this other part. And they went like, no, we're just going to concentrate on the cinematic side of things. Yeah, well, Which, I mean, some people love the gameplay. So love it. I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, it sells. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, that's why I paid like 10 bucks for the game. If that oh. it was super cheap. So I was like, ah, OK, uh, I feel I'll probably get my few hours worth out of this. There you go. There you Ten dollars worth of covid adult entertainment. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, I tried to go back to Tunic, mm. um, which I did. I played like another like hour and a half two hours and then i was like ah no <laughs> what is what is up with that because i've only seen the trailer and the trailer is charming so i think it's just i don't like well it's i don't like the gameplay like the game is charming but like the actual combat like i do okay until i get into and this i got to a point where i just turned off uh dying in the game because uh, <laughs> I wish I could do that in many games. Yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, and I'm glad it's there. There's a no fail mode where you just can just not die. But 
even then just playing through the combat i was just like no i don't uh, it's just that that is the part that's not fun uh for me like i especially when i would hit like a boss battle it would just drive me nuts because i would just feel like from the perspective that the game is at uh, it's like it's I was having a tough time judging like the distance of my sword swings or, uh, you know, dodges. I, I was having a lot of trouble with that stuff. So like every boss battle, which would be which are long, lengthy battles, they are they are not fast, like was just driving me nuts. It was just like this is I just can't with this. But I kind of get per, I, personally, I just get tired of like the game's trickery with that. Mm-hmm. It does with its perspective all the time with the way that it is constantly hiding paths uh in places you can't see because you can't rotate the camera and you know it's kind of it's clever once or twice yeah but and it's always like it's always like the shortcut back is like you'll go through like a little side tunnel that's obviously you'll pop back out like oh this is ah haha you got me again but it happens so many times i'm just like bitter about it yeah um but yeah the whole like look of the game in the story and a lot of it is very charming I just found playing it to be an exhausting endeavor, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of wondering if I'll fire it up again and just close out like the last bit of it, because I don't think I have very much more uh, like after another two months away from it. And I'm playing it on Game Pass, so, you know, I have no financial <laughs> investment in the game. So, ah. uh, <laughs> yeah, the I guess my game transition on that one is certainly better, but. I'm just really bored with the combat in 13 Sentinels. Yeah. <laughs> like the writing is great. Mm-hmm. All, you know, the UI is great. All the, the atmosphere is really good, but is it enough to keep me going? And then like, cause every time I get into combat, I'm just like, okay, I'll do one of the four things. If I have to move, it's kind of boring. Mm. Uh, it's just kind of like a drag where I just want to get back to like the story parts yeah. sort of thing. There's so a lot a of bummer. people that had that opinion. That seems like yeah. I feel like most people didn't like the combat in the game. I liked it. Oh, okay. Most it's people seem like, to just turn it down to easy and just get through it. It's not like atrocious. It's just it's just one of those things where I'm like, if I if I'm mentally sitting down for a game, I want that satisfaction of the gameplay mm-hmm. as well. Like if I just want the story, I'm putting a movie on, sort of yeah. thing. Sure. So. No, I. That's the one th- I. I hate that so much. If you're sitting down to a game and you sit down and it's like, well, this is the part of the game that I I don't hate it necessarily, but this is the part of the game I just want to get past because it's not the yeah. part that's engaging. Um, mm-hmm. th- that's that's the biggest bummer. Like I I feel like it was twenty years ago. I I read either either some critic in in like. Maybe it was Simon Poole in Trigger Happy. Maybe it, it, it's his axiom about like you find the thing about your game that is fun, and you make sure the player is exposed to it at all times. And that's that, yeah, that's, that's such a bummer when you have to slog through the <laughs> even you know even it doesn't have to be a part of the game that you hate. It doesn't it doesn't have to make you be right. like oh I hate this because this part is broken. It doesn't have to be broken. Like it can just be ah I'm just not enjoying yeah. this part. It's fine. Well, it's all gradients, because I guess the easiest comparison is Brutal Legend, right? Because that specifically goes into RTS mm. sections. And I didn't. I think those are certainly worse than 13 Sentinels, like, gameplay-wise. But I was so into the game 
that I could just like blast through them and I still had fun in those enough to like power through and get to all the other stuff. But I know a lot of people that dropped off because of those. Yeah. Yeah. I always liked those. Yeah. I thought they were, I mean, like there was, it's just like, yeah. Tim is just an RTS while, guy. What can you yeah, say? I was say there's a, there is a parallel of yeah, weird like RTS our, experiments here. Yes. Yeah. He played Starcraft in college. I did not. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, sure. This RTS isn't great, but it's interesting. I'll try it out. Sure. Bring it on. That's, it's, it's a different reward system too. Cause my anxiety is just like, Oh, I don't want things going on. I want to pause. <laughs> I like, Oh yeah. System for that sort of thing. Like, like FTL, I was just like, no thanks. I respect you. No thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna give me a heart attack. <laughs> yeah, it's a stressful game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, God, sticking to the theme of when gameplay maybe isn't great. So <laughs> I uh, also decided to try out Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh, um, I, I keep wanting to try it. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing is <laughs> many people speak very, very highly of this game. It seems like more people get into it all the time because they do. Um, they, they, you know, just you hear this is the best Final Fantasy game. This is the best Final Fantasy story. Um, you just have to get past that first 150 hours. Yes, <laughs> right. <laughs> and it's. That it's that part. It's like, you know, because yep. they're talking about the content that is just coming out and, oh, man. You, you know, there's a, there's a path to get there. But beyond that, it's like I have never been that all that interested in MMOs. Yeah. Um, like I dipped a toe into World of Warcraft like a few years ago because, you know, that's free to start. Sure. And it was just like, this is just not my shit uh, <laughs> yeah. so in fairness like i already like final fantasy 14 more than that toe dipping into world of warcraft i mean mind you that was you know like world of warcraft is an old game uh yeah. that you know a lot of you know even what you're seeing now is built on a game that came out in 2004 2005 whenever it was very early mmo uh and it looks at and it, it is that basic mmo shit of just going around and it's like, oh, you got to go kill five of these things or go collect six of that thing or walk mm -hmm. over here and give this to that person. Now, mind you, Final Fantasy XIV still has a lot of those quests, but <laughs> it's much prettier. Um, <laughs> it has that. Well, that's just like, something. Well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, everything about it, like the, the character animations look better and the world is more interesting uh, and just, just like looks nice overall. Uh, and sometimes that's enough that that helps engage. Yeah, sometimes that's enough. Sure. The, but, you know, it's like when when you go into a hub where there's other people and then the world just the screen just fills with words because it's it's people's names hanging over their heads everywhere. Mm. And it's very like, how is this immersive for people? This wall of text. Right. But, you know, when you're when you're out and about, like outside of those hubs, there's fewer people around. It's like, oh, OK, this is a bit more. This is a bit better. But, you you know, names of creatures are still floating above them and stuff like that. And, and it's still like, OK, I need to run around and I need to kill a bunch of these things. But it's it's been more interesting just kind of stomping around that world. It is very tough to see a scenario in which I get to the end of the, you know, I'll be at very generous free trial, which is, I, I think I can just play up until 
you you can play through like the base realm reborn game and the first expansion before you have to start paying wow uh so it is a ton of content you can go through but it's tough to see a scenario where i a get through all that and then b want to pay 10 15 bucks a month to stick with it oh yeah Uh, because eventually you know i'm gonna get to that point where you i have to do something with people and (laughs) i don't i don't wanna (laughs) i don't wanna do stuff with people i do want to see all this content stuff but like it's there's a lot of burden involved in an mmo that i just Mm. is not tuned for the way that i want to play games Mm -hmm. but I will continue to dick around with Final Fantasy 14 for free so long as they let me. And we'll see if my interest runs out before I run out of content, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah. Uh, Well, you two are sipping, I guess. (laughs) Fire away, (laughs) Wheeze. Don't have too much, obviously. But uh, I I went back to play Alan Wake's American Nightmare on July. Oh. I was thinking about it. How festive. How festive. How festive. That's festive. They Uh, just announced that new Alan Wake at some point in the last two months, I think. Uh, Three months, maybe. Control is the thing, too. Like, that's more on my mind than anything else. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that Alan Wake's probably still quite a ways away. That gameplay is still very satisfying, though. Like, that's specifically, I think I was... I was thinking about that specific sulfur sound of the flashlight for Mm -hmm. a while, and I'm just like, you don't get that anywhere besides that game specifically. Mm -hmm. But uh, most of my time has gone into A Link Between Worlds. Oh, I remember that game. Remember that game? uh, So there's a great movie called The Wolf House that came out a few years ago. It's an animated movie uh that's i've never kind of seen animation like it it's basically like one house where animation can kind of pop up anywhere and the camera's moving in very interesting ways uh highly recommend if you just want to see just intensely good animation but uh uh obviously that had me thinking about a link between worlds uh just the way that animation would flatten against walls and all that uh, mm-hmm. such. And boy, I, I I know that there is a split between uh, Breath of the Wild and Link Between Worlds, but of the two, I would love to see another <laughs> Link Between Worlds one of these days. We can have both, but mm-hmm. that... <laughs> I am disappointed that I, I wish I liked A Link Between Worlds. I really wanted to, but I am also disappointed that we are not getting this sort of parallel Zelda path. Cause, yeah, you know, I, would, I would love to see both of these like popping at the same time. I feel yeah. like that would make a lot of people. I don't know. It's it's maybe after know, Breath of the Wild too. Yeah. Maybe because I mean, like we got. I, I'm thinking what may have filled that slot is the the Link's Awakening remake. Oh yeah, uh, as, as the off Zelda. So maybe you know next yeah. one though. We're still getting those HD remakes at some point of uh, Wind Waker and. I, yeah. Twilight Princess on Switch. <laughs> Better. I, I was so, so well. That was one of the things where I was just sort of like, "Oh, I'll check if that Wind Waker ever came to Switch." And I'm like, "Oh, apparently not." Okay. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> apparently it's done. It's ready to go. Whenever <laughs> they just okay. <laughs> on a quarter when they need something. When when they need yeah. something to yeah. sell. Yeah, pretty low, much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, That's, but uh, yeah, yeah I, they, 
music's very good. Uh, the I music is very good. It's and and visually, it's way more charming in motion than it was in stills. Um, for me, and maybe this is this is probably a real stupid thing that I I wish to God I could get over it because I really really wanted to enjoy this game. Uh, it's it's the three hundred sixty degree movement with an analog stick. Oh, I, okay. I, it felt wrong. It just felt I, wrong and imprecise. I, and I want eight way movement with a D pad for a top down. Zelda, it's it feels bust broken to me. Otherwise, it's just it, me. It's 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 it was a feeling thing. Yeah, Dave, no, no, get, I, get over it. Get, get, <laughs> fucking get over it, Dave. <laughs> Jesus, what are you doing to yourself? Well, I'm, I'm complaining about dread, so whatever. Yeah. Uh, but going going back to it now, <laughs> it it doesn't eight way is more precise. But there is a certain like freedom to that movement that feels nice. Okay. I'll say that to walking around. Okay. If that's to all, yeah, 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 I, yeah I, sure. I'm not missing shots. I think that's the thing. Whereas oh, like yeah. something like Binding of Isaac, I think would be like your far end of uh, controls versus uh, you know how it how it interacts with the world sort of thing. Uh, and I can. Thank you, thank you to uh, uh, spin motions <laughs> and and weapons that can hit a wide variety of the screen. Mm-hmm. I think my only problem is that I started New Game Plus because I'm just like, oh, hero mode. Okay, I'm a hero. And then I didn't realize that was <laughs> twice as hard. <laughs> so uh. just go back and dial it down. And- yeah, no, I, you know, to to their credit, they did a good job designing around it. Like it, it's yeah. it's it's not that that is an impediment to to playing the game. The game is designed perfectly to accommodate that style of movement. It just it doesn't feel good to me. It just feels that's fair. Bad. It's okay. it's it's me. It's my problem. Yeah, yeah. My yeah. my own impediment to enjoying nice things. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Zelda, I did fire up uh the age of calamity hyrule warriors oh yeah uh, the hyrule Warriors. Yeah. for that when that came out yeah because i was like man live okay. alive comes out in like two or three weeks and i have to Wait, play something called... on my switch <laughs> i'm like came out like today I yeah think. yeah yeah but you know <laughs> in the past when i needed right, something yeah. to play on my switch i was like <laughs> i need something that i'm gonna play that is lengthy that you know i'm not gonna get too invested in so right. Yeah, uh, it probably... was like maybe two, three days ago when I realized it was pronounced live alive and not live a live. I've been saying live a live for 25 years. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Still do. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I get switching around. Yeah. 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 Apparently the katakana is not ambiguous. Like it is uh, live alive. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, yeah. And, and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is fine for dipping into some Zelda Warriors style combat doing that thing uh you know Persona strikers <laughs> well that game's you know way better right uh, <laughs> well that's the thing because persona strikers isn't really like it t- it it like if you have persona on one side and war the you know dynasty warriors on the other like it actually meets in the middle if maybe like a bit more towards the persona side whereas you know they this game is just they just painted over dynasty warriors with zelda like it's it's more like that like they made mm-hmm. like a cool hybrid with with strikers but you know cuz you know it, it's a game where you got the big old map there's lots of missions you can choose from so i can choose to dip into a mission like that's going to take me 20 minutes or 5 minutes or i can just you know hit 
check off some boxes where it's like, oh, I need materials to fulfill this quest over here. And I just it's just button presses in the menu. So mm-hmm. it's just, it was just a very easy kind of mindless thing to go into. Uh, I did try playing it split screen with my child. Mm-hmm. That is a frame rate nightmare. Really? Uh, mm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't I guess not a nightmare, but it was not great. Hmm. Uh, well, let me ask, did you ever spend any time with, with the original, with Hyrule Warriors? No, not really, other than like a demo. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, so uh, Hyrule Warriors is a big hit in our house. And yeah. um, it like compared to Age of Calamity, from what I've played of Age of Calamity, like Hyrule Warriors, I, I, they're virtually the same game, except for the fact that Hyrule Warriors is like... A stupid, fun nostalgia trip through the entire history of Zelda <laughs> mm-hmm. games, whereas Age of Calamity just does some really stupid, dumbass things, recontextualizing the the you know storyline of Breath of the Wild. Um, uh, and uh, and 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 we and there are no frame rate issues with split screen on Hyrule Warriors. It runs like uh, butter. I mean, it's, it cuts it down to thirty frames per second in split uh, screen, certainly. Uh, but uh, never, we never have frame rate issues. And, uh, and that game's a lot of fun. And there's such a wide variety of characters because it yeah. spans the whole history of the games. Um, we had borrowed it. We we had rented it, and and my kids loved it. And so when it like you know, got a really super rare 50% discount on a first party game, which is insane. I was like, mm-hmm. my family likes this game enough to, to buy it. So, so we own it and we bust it out every now and then because it's yeah. a good, yeah, it's, it's, it's totally just a generic ass Muso game, but, um, so, so, mu, mu, musu, 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 live alive. I go. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, Age of Calamity actively turned me off because I was yeah. like, like, oh, this is they're going real just fucking anime stupidity with with the way these characters are are drawn because mm-hmm. it's Tecmo Koei instead of Nintendo and oh. I don't like this. This whole thing is rubbing me the wrong way. Yeah, see, I didn't want the. I guess I didn't really get into the original Hyrule Wars because I was like, ah, I'm not really into this kind of slap bang nostalgia trip that this game is. At least Age of Calamity is more grounded and directed in in one thing mm-hmm. even if it's ridiculous uh yeah. in in terms of what it doesn't do for the story of breath that's of the wild th- yeah that's why i thought yeah. i would like it better yeah but but uh i mean i i'll if if i get that because i also bought age of calamity when it was on the rare 50 yeah. percent first party discount so i might do that for high rollers because you know my kid enjoyed it and he could just go in there and mash buttons on his own yes uh and 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 there's a there is an interesting variety of characters it's not just a bunch of sword guys it's like okay zelda does some magic stuff and like you know each character has their own move set like i just i just got the giant korok with maracas Uh, all right so that's that's pretty great it's pretty great <laughs> the stuff. Hyrule but- Warriors features Agatha, the butterfly catching girl from Twilight Princess, and oh, she that's is the great. favorite character. That's uh, nice. Uh, yeah, no, Richard. Yeah, if, yeah if, if you ever pick up Hyrule Warriors sometime and, and play that with Richard, I think he would. He would yeah, get a kick check it out. out. Yeah, maybe, maybe that will run better because it was you know built for the Wii U and exactly. switches mildly mm-hmm. more powerful. But either way, you know, it hit the spot of something that I could just 
jump into and play a little bit and not feel like not feel bad for walking away from and, and get a good amount. I guess I still want to kind of just yeah. fire it, even though even though Live Alive is here now and I am much more interested in playing that. I'm still kind of like, ah, eh, maybe I'll pick bounce back into Hyrule Warriors when I'm done with this and do a few more levels. And I still got to sit that demo to Live Alive. I haven't uh, dug into that yet. You know, my thing with that demo is like it ended so abruptly. <laughs> that uh, each each of the three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was like why I, well, I, I only started doing the Twilight of Edo Japan one, and it was just like I just walked through a door, and it was like, okay, peace out. And I'm like, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So I, well, when it did that, I was kind of like, you know what? I'll just, I'll just wait for the regular game because I know I'm going to lose context for what I'm doing. Uh, and especially that Twilight of Edo Japan one is that is a wild freaking level. That was my least favorite of the three that I uh, I stopped on that one because I got my ass kicked. <laughs> well, that's that's yeah. the thing. Apparently, that one is is the hardest one. Yes, it is, and it, and it is the most complicated because they just drop yeah. you in there, and they give you this huge castle that you can just explore, and there's a lot of stuff you can do, and you know you're encouraged to not kill guys, so you don't level up as fast but there's places where there are enemies where you will like there's ghosts and demons that you can level up on. It's just, it's, it's very interesting, but I think also maybe I will go and place through some other lives before I go back to that one, because that seems like crazy pants that they put that one as the demo. Cause that, that, that is, is, yeah, I I just kind of, I was like, am I crazy or is this game like impossible? And then I looked it up and they're like, oh yeah, this is the hardest part. This Uh, one do it. Yeah. (laughs) That's where I was like, cause it was the last one I tried. I'm just sort of like, Mm. eh, I'll wait until I buy the game or whatever. Yeah. 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 So I think I'm going to bounce and and do some of the other stuff first, but it's, I don't know. I'm still very excited to finally play that game. It seems very cool. I've only gotten to play like a Try the other two. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I I have the game so I can do whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah do the other two. <laughs> I can live whatever live I want to live. Uh, the only other thing I've been playing that I want to talk about is, of course, the cat game. Oh, uh, the cat uh, game. Cat game stray. Damn. Yeah. Jealous of I, that. Yeah, it's a cool little game. I uh, upgraded my goddamn fucking PlayStation Plus to yeah. play. I spent money so I could get it for free. <laughs> a lot uh, of people did and, that. And what is the cost difference of doing that? So for me and in, in blessed Sony like anticipated that this was going to happen and they prorate what they charge you. Like it was very easy to do on, on just like there on the, the Sony, you know, on the PlayStation. And it was okay. just like, okay, I want to upgrade to extra. And they're like, okay, for, you know, until your thing renews, which I had like, I have like 260 days. You, I renew at the around February. So it will be this cost, which was normally it, it is a $40 difference between base PlayStation plus and extra, which is there's extra. And then there's premium above that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yes. We, <laughs> I like, think maybe just one would have been good. Uh, <laughs> and now pre, the, then the difference between premium is that you get the back catalog of classic games, right? That you don't get with that with extra. You just get a larger catalog of down. Well, extra games. there. Yeah, they. So this is the thing. So both extra and premium. So when you get extra, you get a collection. Like you get like a Game Pass esque collect. Yeah. You know, library of games you can just fucking download. When you go to premium, it gets bigger, and many of those games are like classic library, PlayStation like three, play, okay. PSP, 
mm-hmm. games. Uh, that's what you get. And I, th- I, I don't, I, th- I feel like the difference is like it extra. Everything is something that can run natively on your PlayStation five or PlayStation yeah. four. Whereas when you go to premium, then it is a, a streaming gaming service. Uh, but that line seems pretty thin and it's annoying because they don't break out those catalogs separately and I couldn't see a way to filter it. Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of going through it. And as my kid was saying, every game I want to play is premium. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm sorry, which is, well, it's not true, but a lot of the things that was, we were going through, it was just like, oh, sorry, bud. No, that one's premium. I didn't. Mm-hmm. So it, it was under 25 bucks. I think it was like 24 or something and changed to upgrade to extra for the until February, okay. which got so, me access to stray. Gotcha. Uh, so you are paying for a, a prorated portion of the year yep. until you yep. were set to renew anyway. Yes. And then it will okay. automatically renew for the full hundred bucks right. or okay. whatever. Um, That's cool. Yeah. It's it, yeah. the way they do it is fine. Uh, and I think, you know, as much as people bag on it as being game pass, but worse, uh, one, that's true, but also Game Pass is really good. So if it's a little bit worse than Game Pass, it's still probably worth it if you don't have Game Pass and you have you a go. PlayStation system. Yeah. Uh, like there there was a lot of things scrolling through that I'm like, oh, shit, that thing. I mean, you know, there's plenty of first party, you know, PS4 games yeah. I've already played. But there is right, right. some, especially on the premium level, I was kind of surprised, like some of like the random shit that they had in there. Uh, but Random modern shit or random old shit? Older shit. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. Not not so much the modern. Uh, I am hope that they do more stuff like Stray. Uh, I think this is this game has kind of been the big coming out party for the oh, yeah. service on it's consoles. Like, just this like, is the use case for. Yeah, the, this I is. I can't believe how popular. I mean, just in my workplace alone, because uh, I was like the one talking about it when the trailer came out, mm. and now that the game is out, everybody is just so like, oh yeah the fucking game yeah i think it's it's we're in the dead of july when nothing is coming out and mm. there is some mematude to it like you know it's just just the thing that everybody's talking about but it's also it's a very Wonderful. widely approachable game mm-hmm. uh you know you can just you get in there and play as a cat and well I, I think it's also this is adventure. the most savvy way to premiere it you know is 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 to put it on the subscription service because would everyone be talking about it It, you know so many more people have access to it and are giving it a chance than otherwise would if they had to pay for it out of pocket so it kind of you know begs that question of you know a how are the developers being compensated do they feel like they're missing out on sales are they happy and satisfied that it's probably getting a better reception than it would if people had to pay out of pocket and to that to the broader mm-hmm. point who yeah. why do you make games you know do you, is, is it more important to you that more eyeballs and hands get on your game or is it more important to you that you turn a bigger profit yeah it's a weird thing with the whole services yeah right mm-hmm. now because it's like well yeah you are you know you're 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 taking some like flat rate amount or you know a lot of those contracts are mysterious right. i think what at one point like the spreadsheet of like what epic was paying developers for their games to appear free on the store got out there so you could kind of yeah. look at mm-hmm. that but it's like you know is it worth that lump sum to have your game featured like that and i saw something about like the the developers of um yeah. Yeah. Like they 
they have there there's like a dlc th- thing coming for fury and they weren't developing it for xbox because that date game didn't do much on xbox but it was free on playstation plus when it on launch so mm-hmm. you know all these playstation plus subscribers played the game there me included uh that that's where i played the game but you know on and and they were talking about doing on xbox but it's like they you can't get like featured on xbox's game store like unless you're a part of game pass Mm -hmm. so it was just like well without any you know there wasn't a lot of people that bought the game there's no kind of incentive here like never mind (laughs) yeah so it's like sometimes yeah it's weird i don't know (laughs) well it's crazy it's just it's it's very similar to the problems with netflix slash streaming models uh I, i think the biggest issues i've heard with netflix specifically is just they don't push anything unless it's mm-hmm. unless it's stranger things you don't hear about it like uh they will spend no money on the marketing like you it it's the classic oh well you get exposure cool yeah, <laughs> sort of thing yeah uh and i mean they've they've been particularly bad with firing animators the the last like few they yeah. netflix keeps making mistakes left and right yeah. uh sort of thing uh but there is i don't know I, I think max is giving people like tons of freedom uh especially like animation wise i think gendy tartakovsky just got a deal over there oh that's cool uh, my transition is that primal just came back season two <laughs> uh, uh did, uh either you see season one nope still gotta watch it Blaze through it, man. It's some of the best stuff right now. So good. That thing no dialogue. Thing. Don't got to worry about that. <laughs> is uh, is it too violent for a child? Yes. Yeah, that's why. Yeah, see? Yeah, it's like 100%. These, these things, all these yeah. violent things, I can only watch, and or spooky things. Oh, oh yeah, it's tough, yeah. What about Cuphead? I mean, that's a spooky show. He, he's watched Cuphead. I, I've watched Cuphead okay. with him. That's fine. Okay. Yeah, and then he started playing Cuphead. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> he made it. He made it. He's on the second island. Uh, okay. But he's kind of run into a wall there. But yeah. hey, yeah, I, so I did didn't I. think I didn't think he'd make it through the first island. Really. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. Just a spooky go. Like I was very. I mean, I enjoyed the spooky and uh, Cuphead show. It's that yeah. second. That second season or second part of the first season, whatever, comes back mm-hmm. pretty soon too. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Now, Weiss, I don't want to derail your thought, but I, I, I do kind of want to circle back and because and, I'm, I'm curious about Stray. And I guess what I yeah, want to hear right. from Tim is, <laughs> yeah. is, is whether you actually talk about it like in your in however much time you've spent with it. Is this a game where you're like, yeah, I liked this for it being part of a subscription service? Or is this kind of game where like, yeah, if this game is so good, I would have paid money for it and would have been glad. Yeah, no, I think I would have been fine paying money for it. I mean, like, it is 30 bucks, and I think the game is, like, five, six hours long, uh, mm-hmm. which, in my opinion, is awesome. But I know to some people there's a, a dollar to time ratio that they don't like about that. But um, I heard it compared to a short hike, which yeah. uh, I loved. <laughs> so. Yeah. Well, this, for, for me, this, this is, like, I really enjoy this type of game where it's, like, relaxing to play. Like, it's not, like, the, the puzzles aren't, like, killing me. Uh, it, it is just generally fun to cat about the environment, 
because um, they, they make all of the your movement and like jumps are context sensitive. So you, there isn't like a jump button. So your cat can just be randomly jumping around. <laughs> it's like, oh, no, there's a thing to jump onto. And then I will do a cat jump up to it. Uh. it, it like a little prompt will appear or, or the, you know, it, it clearly shows you the things you can interact with. Like the only thing you can really do on your own is meow one. <laughs> And, you know, like turn on your, well, your flashlight when you get one. Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, you get like a little robot buddy eventually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds, yeah. it sounds like a game designed to be frictionless, if I can co-opt a sort of <laughs> yeah. design parlance. Like that That seems mm. like it, it, it reduces some friction for players. Yeah, like I have not gotten mm. stuck at all and at a push of a button you know your little robot guy can come out and give you some advice and just like oh hey this and like the there's kind you get to kind of like a central like little city area that is pretty dense uh with characters and and nooks and crannies you can get into uh but it's not that sprawling and huge and there's like things that give you direct there's like good landmarks around so it's not like you're gonna get lost in there um and, you know, I, in the sections where you, you kind of leave that place and there is some more danger, like I am not finding them to be arduous, uh, which isn't to say that I haven't died at all, but it's not it's not killing me. It's just kind of like, OK, and I'm not getting fr- I'm not getting frustrated. Uh, I'm just having a nice, smooth, relaxing time with the, with the game. How many lives did they give you? Nine. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> I mean, you, 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 uh, this is one, this is the last thing somebody heard. You get, you, <laughs> yeah, you, you do get an achievement, uh, for dying nine, nine times. times. I did see that in the trophy list. So there is that. But yeah, you can go around doing cat things like scratching on things, knocking shit over, rubbing against people's legs, meowing. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, it's a super fun little game that, yeah, it's extremely playable for for anybody just to get in there and too powerful for the switch. Uh, I don't think so. Okay. Someday. I don't think so. Yeah, but it's probably exclusive right now, right? It's PC and yeah, it's exclusive to Sony on console. but That's not going to last, you know, maybe by the end of the year, it'll be on. Well, who knows with it being on extra, maybe that. Yeah, that might be a longer time. Maybe it might be like a year uh, on there uh, or or longer. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, exclusivity. It's like Tunic was not on. It's not on PlayStation until September. There was like a six month uh, exclusivity window. And then it goes to PlayStation and probably switch soon. Probably. Uh, Yeah, but Stray is fun. I've enjoyed it. I'm only like a couple hours in. Decent, decent amount into the game. I, I've played a good amount of it at this point, nice. so I, I look forward to finishing it, uh, which is a great <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Finishing games, yeah. Well, now you got me wondering when my uh, the uh, PlayStation Plus subscription expires, because maybe I can <laughs> <Yeah>. just <laughs> do a do a prorated year and mm-hmm. check out some stuff. <laughs> Yeah, get in there, screw around. Yeah, it's certainly not not worth it. And I'm hoping that there will be more games they are going to put on there. Like, I don't think they're going to go to the length that Microsoft does, where there's like a game launching on Game Pass every week, pretty much, or every other week. Uh, That's a lot. But even if they if they have one every few months and it's a good high quality game that appeals to, uh, well, I'll just say me. It, it, yeah. (laughs) It can appeal to other people too, but as long as it appeals to me, the one that will make it worth it. Then you know it, it doesn't take much to to justify that extra 
40 bucks or so for uh plus cool yeah yeah uh, um i only do the 20 dollar nintendo <laughs> yeah point. i mean yeah that's enough for me yeah so tim that's a cool shirt you're wearing yep. there viewer viewers listeners listeners tim's wearing uh an elden ring shirt yeah, the, got now, it for father's day oh that's that's yeah. nice yeah, um, my child was trying to think of games that I like. His first thought was Rogue Legacy 2, because uh, that's what I was playing <laughs> closer to Father's Day, but there was a lack of merchandise for us, and the next place we went was Elden Ring. He's a thoughtful <laughs> chap. A fan gamer, you know. Um, I just something. So so earlier, Weiss and I talked about Strange New Worlds, because basically, uh, last we spoke, Weiss told me it was great, and that I should check it out, and I did. And everything we said was great about it is absolutely true. Mm. Uh, Tim, you told yeah. me about Elden Ring. Yeah, so I checked it out. I yeah. got, I got to spend a few hours with Elden Ring. I borrowed the PlayStation Four version from my local library because okay. we've been doing hitting the library once a week in the summertime, and yeah. um, it's great. Everything you told me about it is absolutely true. <laughs> uh, you were absolutely right when you said let that this fucking Breath of the Wild style open world design is. Uh, Fuck, I'm gonna use it again. Frictionless. It there is less <laughs> friction. There's less friction for me. Uh and mm-hmm. I enjoyed there's it. There's still more. plenty of friction in that game. There's so oh, there's a lot of friction. Believe me. <laughs> uh yeah. Uh but uh I'm definitely I definitely enjoyed my time with it more than any other Souls game. Um mm-hmm. because because of exactly what you said that Something I'm banging my head against a wall on, just look in a different direction. There are there's plenty to catch the eye. And boy, what a looker this game is. Mm-hmm. Um, even on PS4, uh mm-hmm. it's it, it's stunning. It's gorgeous. It is uh enticing to the eye in a way that like and you know, I, I, I love the art style of Breath of the Wild. But boy, there is something just beautiful in the way that things glow and sparkle in in Elden Ring. Um, just the you know the, the the world tree that dominates the sky, the way mm. that uh, the 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 fallen ruins everywhere uh, you know contain secrets and are mysterious and captivating. Uh, in, in a lot of the same way that they were in Breath of the Wild, you know, like there's a lot in Breath of the Wild that's like, oh, I can tell that there was something here, um, even if it's a little more generic in Breath of the Wild, unless, you mm. know, in, in Elden Ring, like stuff has a look, stuff has, you can tell like, oh, this this was a temple and like it fell down at some point and now there's a weird random monster roaming around on it. I'm going to mm. stay away from him because if he looks at me, I better fucking run. Um yeah, and uh, you know, the minute I got that, I, I saw, I've been like exploring caves and getting lost and getting attacked by wolves. And once I stopped being scared of combat, I mm-hmm. kind of got the hang of fighting soldiers at least, mm-hmm. which is something. <laughs> and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I, I once I sort of stumbled upon what I believe is the first major boss you encounter. Maybe he's not even a boss. Maybe he's just a very large enemy. Um, he's. You know, right? It's, there's there's a gateway right after you get the horse, and yep. there's this massive yeah. guy who leaps down from a yeah, precipice troll. at yep. you. Yeah. yeah, 
And uh, I just fucking rode that horse just straight past him. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Oh, good. <laughs> I mean, the first, the first, it took me, I missed the horse. I totally missed the horse first time. And I went in there and fucking got my ass handed to me. Then the second time I actually, like, I don't know what compelled me to sit down at the fire. Maybe because I noticed a prompt inviting me to sit down at the fire. And I got the horse and I'm like, oh, I could just fucking ride right past all those goddamn archers that were sniping me. And I just yep. blazed through that troll and found, you know, this otherworldly vistas you know the foggy cliffs with mysterious monsters just sort of lurking around and mm -hmm. and and giants rising up out of the ground and 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 it's it's a uh yeah it, it is a wonderfully it's such a visually inventive game it makes me want to keep playing uh just to see what i will see next mm -hmm. um mm -hmm. I just, I really just want to poke around at this world and see what else there is to see. I kept, I kept waiting for a butt to show up here. No, like I, mean, I was waiting the, for the butt. <laughs> the, the only yeah. butt is that I, I have yet to master any, like even, even, you know, soldiers and wolves still hand my ass to me. And, um, mm -hmm. a lot of the, like the items and the crafting, in fact, the whole goddamn menu is still, still feels very arcane to me. Yeah. Uh, and that's probably because, you know, I never put a bunch of hours into Dark Souls or Bloodborne, which are the two. They've actually Souls made it a lot play. better than it used to be. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, so I still feel a little confused and lost in the woods, and that's my only but. Um, and I had to return it to the library before I got the chance to sit down and, mm. and spend more time with it. But next time I go to the library, I'm checking it out again if it's in because I really want to just be in this place more. It's so captivating. Um, I, I don't see myself succeeding at this game. I don't see myself <laughs> even playing like 10 hours of it. I'll probably bail after six or eight, but I definitely will have gotten my time's worth and time well spent mm. uh, yeah. because it's this is just a, a wildly interesting, cap captivating, mysterious world to be in and to get lost in and mm -hmm. to wonder at like, what the fuck is that thing? Why yeah. is this here? It's yeah, it's, it's wonder everything, everything everyone says about it. It's absolutely true. And it mm -hmm. is easily the, for me has been the most accessible souls game yeah. to date. So thank it you for the recommendation. Is. You're welcome. Yeah. yeah. I have to play that. Someday. Now I want to play more Elden Ring. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> yeah. I uninstalled it from my tiny little PlayStation five drive. So mm -hmm. Have to mm -hmm. reinstall it. Pardon. Do these things. Ah, play anything else there? Uh, the, the only other thing I wanted to mention is that um, while I was at the library, I happened to Ooh. notice <laughs> uh, my so my ten year old has been super 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 into life simulator games, and she's we got a copy of The Sims Four that was on PlayStation Plus that she dives into on PlayStation every now and then, mm -hmm. and. Uh, uh, so I noticed at our local library uh, one of the Story of Seasons games, which is what we call Harvest Moon now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the original developers of Harvest Moon, they did not have the rights to the name Harvest Moon. They've continued to develop Harvest Moon games under the name of Story of Seasons. There are also still Harvest Moon games. Those are bullshit, apparently. The real Harvest Moon games are, story, are the Story of Seasons games. Oh. Um, I've never played a Harvest Moon game before. Uh, all I've ever played is Stardew Valley. And so I didn't realize just how closely Stardew Valley to that template like mm -hmm. yeah stardew valley is a 
Harvest Moon game in in all but name, effectively. <laughs> um, and my daughter loved Stardew Valley, and so for her, playing this Story of Seasons, it is the most recent Story of Seasons game. It's Story of Seasons Pioneers of Olive Town, I think it's called. Um, it's on Switch, and it's polygonal. So for her, this feels <laughs> like playing a next-gen Stardew Valley. <laughs> She's like, oh, Stardew Valley, those old sprites. No, this is the modern game. Look at this. Uh -huh. So for her, it's an amazing upgrade. Um, and yeah, it's just, it's, it, it, mm -hmm. is, it is Stardew Valley. It is, you know, um, visually, I guess, more modern and thus more appealing to my kid who likes polygons better than who has no nostalgia for sprites and just gravitates more to poly to polygonal games um, that's funny because my, my kid likes 2d games more than 3d uh because they're quiet. easier for they're easier for him to navigate yeah oh yeah than the yeah, 3d spaces right. not not that he doesn't play plenty of 3d games but he generally he likes he he's more willing to jump into a game with two dimensions because it's yeah. easier for him to comprehend Man, yeah it's, it's, i think my kids find that limiting a, a mm. 2d plane they're like why can't i go everywhere um but uh but 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 yeah no it's 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 everywhere really cool. is a matter of perspective yeah. oh man that's deep uh, <laughs> but uh so she liked she liked it so much having it from for like two days from the library uh she said how much does it cost to buy this game mm -hmm. and so we looked it up and we found that the like the collector's edition was happened to be on sale on Amazon for $10 off. And it came with a cloth poster that is oh. hanging up in her room right now and a stuffed animal, which was too Ooh. much to resist. So, wow. uh, <laughs> so, 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 so nice. yeah, she's been getting up early every morning, grabbing the switch out of the dock and, uh, working on her farm. Nice. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And that's it. I think. Yeah. Um, the only things of note, there it is, Pioneers of Olive Town. Yeah. I wonder if my kid would dig that. He did really like Animal Crossing. But uh, he, that kid, he's fucking all over the place with what games he's playing from week to week. He yeah, does okay. not. He just, he just spins the wheel, circles around, doesn't finish things. Uh, he's played through Pokemon Sword like three times now i think he's on his third time around in that game no um in terms of things that i actually watched i did watch the um oop -doo. yeah i did watch the end of stranger things and i did like it um so that was good cool yeah yeah it was... go back to season three maybe yeah <laughs> that fucking last episode is two and a half hours long it's Ooh. just like holy shit Dang. yeah it is it's a movie I've heard it's good. I'm, it is. I'm, it no. is. No, yeah. it, it is good. I just had to plan for that. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. With, with that like, would not be one evening, probably. You know? No, it, well, I, I, I had to, because I had, I had planned to, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch both episodes on Saturday night, because that's the <laughs> night that I had nothing, because that was 4th of July weekend. I knew that Sunday night I was uh, taking the child to see the fireworks. And I knew that Monday night I would have to go to sleep so I could work the next day. So I was like, no, there's no way I could do that. But, set, you know, and Friday night's AEW Rampage. Uh, <laughs> so how steady you were with Rampage. Yeah. Yeah. So Saturday night was like, OK, I got to. That's when I'll watch both episodes. Then I was like, oh, wait, watching both episodes is four hours of time. So mm -hmm. I watched most of episode 
you know, the second to last episode <laughs> Friday night, then the last 20 minutes of it, and then all of the last episode uh, on okay. Saturday night. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it, it was it was good. I enjoyed it. Um, I also saw Thor Love and Thunder. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is um, we see you are not going to like this movie. Oh. <laughs> I heard it's very uh, uh, jokey instead of anything else <laughs> yeah it's like it's it's it, yeah if, if, if that was too much for you in ragnarok it's gonna be way too much for you in in love and thunder it's not uh, the amount it's that it just didn't work okay and yeah I, I think well maybe uh, i don't know i'll give um, it a shot but i'm waiting yeah. until plus on that one yeah yeah no i'm and, and i'm not dissing uh love and thunder really like i mean i think lauren put it best she's like oh that made me forget about the hellscape of our world for two hours while we yeah. were in that theater and mm-hmm. i was like yeah it did it was okay. it was entertaining and goofy and very low stakes marvel shit um even though it had kids in a creepy cage like from something out of an 80s uh fantasy movie <laughs> low stakes are good i yeah. want marvel to do more low stakes All right. yeah. if low stakes yeah, I mean that was what I liked about Ms. Marvel. There's mm. no no cataclysms. I mean, there was a cataclysm coming, but it didn't feel like it, you know, it it, it all <laughs> feels like ASX through a portal. Did it just uh, just the very, you know, the very tone of the movie. It's still like despite, you know, there being Gore the God Butcher. Right. Uh who's a great character in the comics, uh, so by the most way. Most people and, liked the villain more than anything. Yeah. Like people yeah. that like the movie were all about that. Yeah, but you know, it's it's like you don't feel like, despite him being you know a menacing villain, it's like you know you just given kind of the the light nature of the movie, you don't you don't feel like there's danger, like there is some menace, but you don't feel like there's like you know oh my god the world's gonna fucking end oh god, uh, even though that's you know the dude's you know he's yeah yeah nefarious end goals, but it's, mm-hmm. um, yeah. The criticism so I, that I've heard most is that it is a dangerously self-indulgent movie like it's the taika waititi almost getting up his own ass with his stick um but i also have to wonder if that criticism is coming from people for whom these characters are more precious than they would be to someone Mm -hmm. like me who doesn't really have a history with any of these characters and i don't really care i i I will happily see thor in any context I, I just I, I think the go the go to argument for the 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 non critic folk is the word pretentious or masturbatory and I I feel like people don't really know what that means <laughs> I feel like people are like this movie feels like they were making a movie and I didn't connect with this movie so it must have been for them because it wasn't for me <laughs> yeah they didn't make this movie for me I just see this about anything it's gonna happen with nope in a week i can almost guarantee it mm-hmm. sort of thing uh which is great i saw that we can oh whatever i, I, I do want to see that i really want to see that obviously horror yeah it's a thing i have to find time for but uh lauren can do this one i yeah. think yeah. like I, th- I think she'll be freaked out at a couple spots but it's not hard horror horror yeah. it's more it's more early spielberg kind of okay. thrilling So like it can be freaky, but it's not like it's not gory. It's not uh, uh, us was definitely way, way more. I still got to see that. Oh, I haven't seen us. 
No, I haven't. <laughs> I love that contrast of reactions. Dave's like, oh, yeah. my God. And is like, eh. <laughs> my, my thing with us, like, the performances were great. It was shot really great. It was just really mucky. It felt like it was thematically trying to do a thousand things, and it didn't uh, connect with any of them for me by the end. I felt very similarly about the Suspiria that came out that same summer. Where it's, and I think that's that might have been... I don't know if that's if he wrote that before Get Out, but it had that like first movie feeling where you're trying to throw in everything uh, at once. Sort of, I, I just felt like Nope was way more focused, and that's that's great. And Get you. Out as well, but yeah, I I really liked Us, but I would agree with that assessment that it it lacked the focus of Get Out. But Get Out's a pretty perfect film, so it's, it's hard to yeah that's, top that. That's, that's it's almost mean to compare to Get Out yeah, at this. Yeah. I mean, I did the same thing when I got out of the theater, but yeah, no, and that that's the thing is like my complaints with Us. It's still better than probably most of the stuff that was out that weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I was I I see, you know. <laughs> Like yes, if you take Thor deadly seriously, like uh, I, I can see where you're, you you know Taika Waititi does not. But the thing is, they, they did two movies where they took Thor, you know, in his the mythology of Asgard pretty seriously, and those were kind of flat. Uh, yeah, but there was a lo- see. That's my thing is like those were bad movies. <laughs> like that's the thing. It wasn't because they took him seriously. I think it's almost the opposite where yeah. it's Marvel. So everybody's quipping. Yeah. So like it undercuts a lot of what could work with Thor, why Thor works in or has worked in comics. Mm-hmm. Ever, sort of thing. Yeah. That, but, yeah. but this, this one is super dismissive of that stuff where it's just like, it's not yeah. even, it's just like, it, it's like recapping when like Hogan and Fandral and, Volstag died, and they're just like, oh yeah, these guys, whoever they were, they're dead, and like, oh, I hate that already. <laughs> yeah, kind of, it, it was see, just, that was my well, like one of my. Least... They make fun of. Yeah. I don't know, like that's just that's bad scene work to me. That's yeah. just that's. Yeah, no, yeah. I I did not like that. I was just like, okay, that's yeah. like a, a little bit much, like <laughs> to just like dismiss those characters. And there's like a part where Sif pops up, and Thor is mm-hmm. just kind of like, it, 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 like there there's this. It's like the the you know it's it's the world of of Taika Waititi's Thor like grinding up against like what Thor was before he right. took control, and it's just That's like yeah it, it is it is abrasive when when those yeah. two meet. when when they're separate it's yeah. like fine you know whatever because uh, there's not much of it left you know their mm-hmm. Asgard is now resettled on Earth and and is this goofy kind of tourist attraction type deal, uh, and yeah. you know. But, you know, he has the characters that he wants to go off and, and adventure with and and do things. Um, and, you know, Thor is, you know, gone through a lot since then. So, yeah. I mean, the stuff that Tycho works best when he has that strong emotional core. Mm-hmm. Older people, Jojo, all the reservation dogs, which I'm super psyched for that second season coming mm-hmm. very soon. That's why I'm like, yeah, make your make your Thor, make tons of money. Like he's yeah. he's our flag means that, you know, it, it's it's all that stuff where he's very good at making stereotypically like masculine characters uh, like vulnerable without mm. making fun of the vulnerability, without yes. it being mm. a shitty gay joke. That and, is and that's an what I, incredibly apt way to put that. That is yeah. 
Yeah. That that was flawless. Wet. Yes, that's what he does. <laughs> and, and that's what I like about it, you know, is, yeah, yeah. is that and, and the stuff that, you know, makes <laughs> articles pop up on the Internet warning parents that Thor is too woke. Um, it's yeah, like, exactly. See, and that that is exciting stuff. To me. It's, yeah. And those are like that's that's what I mean. Low stakes, too, where it's like mm-hmm. I don't I don't care about Thor killing someone unless that person is affected. like you know, like the 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 Vision Scarlet stuff is affecting because that's affecting them. Mm-hmm. Like you know, whatever. If he's snapping his fingers in a city and the distance is disappearing, whatever, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of thing. Just just seeing that affect somebody personally, I feel like Taika, in his best, can do that. So yeah, and I felt like, like I felt like by the end of Ragnarok, it's like you know there had been you know something of a character journey for Thor in that movie. And and that's here too. It's just there's yeah. a lot of you know there's a lot of tomfoolery in the middle and the whole scene with like Zeus's, yeah, it goes on uh, for a bit. <laughs> uh, there there's stuff that can like work. I, I think like I don't know. And obviously like I think we're in the, those of us that liked uh, Multiverse of Madness are in the minority. But that like oh god, <laughs> it sucks. But here we are like, again. Yeah. Here we are again. But the it was a great example of like there's gr- there's really really funny stuff but it's not quippy it's yeah. it's and the stuff that is quippy didn't land for me as well mm-hmm. like it's it's versus uh you know doctor strange in no way home or no way home like making fun of otto octavius's name i'm just like yeah sure <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like like making fun of your own thing because you can't be earnest right now. You have to have a sense of like irony or be above the material or that mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like that stuff. You, you have to do a wink and nod that this is a yes. silly, ridiculous thing. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I feel like, God, there was something that I don't know. I don't remember. I don't know. I feel like there was something else recently that kind of did that. That was just like, well, why are you making fun of this thing? If it's like, like, this right. is your, you this is your universe. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Why did you agree to make this movie if you're just going to make fun of the yeah the, the content yeah. of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, like uh, it, it used to be the old criti- uh, critique of comic book stuff in the first or of DC specifically, uh, especially something like Green Lantern, where you're like, well, why are you doing Green Lantern if you're mostly setting it on Earth? And it just felt like you were embarrassed that you're making a Green Lantern movie mm-hmm. or whatever your property was, sort of thing. Yeah. Oh, this is driving me nuts that I can't remember the thing. Uh, anyways, <laughs> doesn't matter. Uh, that you see that uh, that Wakanda Forever trailer? Yeah, <laughs> I, I wish that was the. Uh, I wish that was the entire thing. <laughs> I wish they didn't announce their slate. I wish they would have just like showed up to the podium, played that. Uh, Saturn's route is great. Uh, yeah. We walk away, but yeah, they let Ryan Coogler make an actual like movie. That looks like a movie. Yeah, that like those. Yeah, yeah this is a beautiful looking movie. Uh, yeah, and I was surprised with like how effect because I had just been talking to my coworker like uh, mm-hmm. we were we were reviewing the upcoming slate uh, as ah. it were, um, and we were like, God, what's you know what's because whenever a movie comes out, we're like, well, okay, what's the next thing that, that we got to think about? It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's that Black Panther movie. Like, oh, geez, like, what's going to happen with that? Like, where are yeah. they going with it? What's going on? And it's just like, oh, apparently, like, they're, they're making, yeah, they're simultaneously, you know, grieving 
the yeah. loss of T'Challa in the universe as well as here. And I know was, there is some debate that rages whether they should have just recast him. Um, and I feel that would have been really hard for this movie. I no, I, I was <laughs> in the boat. They shouldn't have made another one. Like, yeah. Until this trailer. Like, yeah. Just leave it at the one Black Panther movie because there is so much weight on this tree on the sequel mm -hmm. uh but you know i think they're you know with with this entire <laughs> with the next three phases of the marvel cinematic universe uh being the multiverse <laughs> saga you know there's lots of room i am so to, checked out <laughs> <laughs> there there is lots of room to to yoink in you know some other black panther that meets your your cinematic universe yeah. needs but see, that's that's the danger of time travel and multiverses. Yes. Now we have no weight because if mm -hmm. somebody dies, why would anyone care? Yeah. Right. If they do it too flippantly. Yeah. Well, it, 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 put a pin in that for a second. But yeah. I, it's <laughs> I, I think it's good that at least for, you know, this movie, like mm -hmm. we are going to not do that. They are going to pause yes. and, and like have have the nation of Wakanda react to mm -hmm this yeah. even though they could have just had you know t'challa like I, I think it just would have been so weird for this movie to just go on and be like yep here's new t'challa yep we're just gonna do it like even for right. yeah yeah no it, <laughs> I, it, it felt like this was gonna be a complete mess and it, i mean it still could be just a great trailer but i'm it is a great trailer and it, it's a great trailer and i feel like kevin feige is smart enough to just let ryan coogler make a movie without sprinkling in all the things. Mm -hmm. That's my hope. Yeah. Well, it's like, cause you, he, cause that first black Panther made like a billion dollars. Oh, uh, it's, it's one of their biggest movies. So it's like, if you're just going to like, okay, you, you did it, you made the billion dollars. Here's the, you can do whatever the fuck you want with your movie. Uh, you know, pass. Yes. <laughs> I'm hoping. I but. mean, unfortunately it doesn't always work like that. No. Thing. Like yeah. uh, just, I mean, Spider-Man three, like, yes, uh, <laughs> yes that's true. sure. Yeah. Uh, but in the, in this case, I'm hoping that, yeah, they just, they just, you know, that they handled, I, I hope that after seeing that movie, I'll be like, okay, this was handled appropriately. You made a banger ass movie. Like everything with the Atlanteans looks better than it should be for a bunch of goofball fish people. I know. Uh, like it, <laughs> it, I, I don't care about Namor at all. Me either. <laughs> like, no. Um, He's a dork. He's a dork. <laughs> so like him being in that trailer was the least interesting part of it. Mm -hmm. uh, but his design looks, you know, better than just guy in, in trunks. Right. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, I'm sure it's setting up secret wars shit and all that. Uh, Maybe. I don't know. But I'm much more interested in just spending time in Wakanda. Um, yeah. 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 It's, yeah, so yeah, and this is apparently uh, to, to get into the, some of the general cinematic. This is apparently the end of Phase Four, uh, a phase which I barely felt started. Um, <laughs> People have a lot of opinions on. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 weird. It, the whole thing has been. Stop saying phases. At this yes, point. yes. At this point, well, it's like it it made sense back when there was like the bookends of Avengers movies to build. Like, okay, everything is building to this Avengers movie. Everything's building to this Avengers movie. But now we're building to two. Yeah. Yeah, but they're building to two at the end of the the sixth phase. 
Sure. <laughs> All right. Which so is... I, I haven't. I watched half the trailer with the sound off after I saw you tweet it, yeah. Tim. Oh, so I haven't watched, but I'm I'm going to watch it right now, <laughs> yeah. so that I can yeah, so with I, the I sound on. You got to watch it with the sound on. Yeah, <laughs> we'll 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 talk about this other shit. But yeah, like the it. And one of the complaints is of these movies, which is what been Black Widow and Shang Chi and Eternals and Strange and Spider Man and now the and Thor, it's just like you know they they don't appear to be building to anything in particular. They're just kind of like, or half of them are. I mean, obviously there's some multiverse stuff going on in some of them, but not in others. And like the thing is, I like that. Like yeah. that's, and I wish that they were more separate. But mm-hmm. that's not what. I mean, Marvel has been training people in a specific language of watching Marvel movies. Yeah. And so people get excited for that. Like, I mean, it's like watching the what if episodes Mm -hmm. where they couldn't resist, you know, and I still like that ending. But Mm -hmm. I was liking when they were separate personally. Anyways. Yeah. and, And that's, you know, it's I think it's fine if it's like, oh, only a couple movies here, like only you know, multiverse of madness and Loki and maybe Spider-Man. Those are the ones that are really tied into the overarching yeah. thing right now. And like Shang-Chi and Eternals and like Thor is kind of doing its own thing. Um, mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're detached from that. I think that's right. fine. It, it, and it's just like a weird mishmash of things. And, yeah. but they feel, I guess they feel forced to kind of like pull them all together. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Cause like, they, they always have been, but people mm-hmm. are noticing. <laughs> that's yes. the only that's the big difference. Yeah. Yeah. So to it was it was very weird to me that they went out and announced that like, oh, yeah, in 2026 is when I think it is like it matters. Yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, there's going to be two Avengers movies like we're doing Avengers movies in 2026. Like, but we're announcing nothing else from that, quote, phase of yeah. movies and all the others like from phase five. They those had all already been announced. Um mm-hmm up to and including blade so that was just kind of reconfirming things that already exist and just putting out the timeline now after you know now that we're might as well be post-covid because nobody gives a shit uh yeah it, <laughs> but i know it's yeah. it's I, I i actually saw i had a facebook memory today about uh because they they must have this was from like eight years ago they must have just unveiled like the roadmap to infinity war and endgame uh-huh. And I was just thinking about like how much more exciting that seemed at the time than than this. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah, the that trailer I mean, was pretty good. You know, yeah, I was gonna say you need that song blending into that other song. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's and I know that I'm less Marvel enthusiastic than mm-hmm. a lot of people, so that's it's interesting to see, you know. What what's grabbing people? I'm just like, mm-hmm. I liked I liked Wanda a lot. Do I care about an Agatha spinoff show? Mm, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm just like I'm burnt out. Like I look at that slate and like somebody did like a mock that was just like uh just blacked everything out and said like no Marvel just says we're not doing fucking anything and I felt relief. It felt like closing browser tabs. Uh, (laughs) It's like, you know, I am trying to think. uh, I didn't really like Moon Knight all that much. Um, Which is, I've heard that a lot. Which sucks, because I like the people that made it, but I skipped it. Yeah, I gave up like halfway. It kind of came and went. Uh, I like Moon Knight more when he is not 
surrounded by a bunch of Egyptian mythology shit. I like it when you take mm-hmm. Moon Knight and his personal Egyptian mythology shit and put it in a completely different context. Like when he's just doing street hero shit in New York, that's way more right. interesting to me than what they did in that show. Uh, that's that's kind of my same thing with people like Thor and Doctor Strange, where I like I'm more interested in seeing that contrast of you know, straight person, absurd person, you know, mm-hmm. or environment, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I still have to watch Ms. Marvel. Um, Me too. All right. We won't pretty much all of it. it. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. So Lauren is also in super Marvel burnout mode. So like, it's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she yeah. just, just doesn't want to like, just like, yeah. Uh, and I've heard that was good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the writing isn't, I don't know. Like, that's the thing is like, it's not, you're watching because you love the casting of Ms. Marvel and her family. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Like that stuff is very, very good. I, I, the writing doesn't have some of the pitfalls of the Marvel shows, but it also isn't like why you're watching, whatever. Like it, it's an easier show to throw on and it didn't, didn't feel as superhero yeah. burnout for me anyways. So yeah, but it's like, you know, Hawkeye was fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> forgettable yeah. is my is my yes word. yes I, indeed yeah. um well that's <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah like loki i think is still my one of my mm-hmm. favorites of the shows i really like loki really yeah. like wandavision yep. uh so it's you know some things hit some things miss which is right. fine uh it's just there's a lot of it there's a lot, well, there's a just lot of it that. and they're trying to tie all of them into the central mm-hmm. market. and that's a mistake when you keep adding more and more stuff yeah i i wonder where it's it'll because it's like oh they're doing <laughs> like, they're, you're doing two more avengers movies who the fuck is in the avengers right now like what where yeah. what is that yeah how how many dump trucks of money are you going to back up to robert downey jr's house to get him back in the movie in some <laughs> way shape or form um you know right. yeah yeah, I don't know. It's 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 a tricky. I mean, like I'm more watching other people watch right now. <laughs> like I'm I'm picking and choosing, which is you know very different than what they want. They they want you to watch because of this other thing. Yeah, they and want you to just, watch everything. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I mean, maybe I by doing this, they're having their cake and eat it too. You know, I mean, I think they're definitely by default going to get a lot of their audience who is going to watch everything. But then they also there's just so much of it. There's so much Marvel content that they're going to rope in people who are into it more casually. People like me, frankly, who, you know, like yeah. I, I, I'm interested in WandaVision, but I'm not going to watch the shows that I'm not interested in. You know, I'm, I'm interested yes. in Ms. Marvel, but I'm never going to watch Hawkeye. Um, yeah. so I think, I think really it's a win-win for them. The more content yeah. they've got, the more eyeballs they've got on their stuff. No, they, I mean, like they'll, they're fine. Yeah. <laughs> I think Disney Marvel will be okay. I mean, I mean, it's one of those things that's come up where, uh, you know, Mar- Marvel, uh, can over explain things a lot and it drives me mad, but also that makes it, uh, better to sell overseas because mm-hmm. it's it's simpler for another language to pick up and follow yeah yeah which is frustrating on an artistic side but uh they will go on and on <laughs> yeah, yeah I just, we'll see I, I don't know i'll i'll keep watching their stuff because mm-hmm. 
here I am. <laughs> I mean, I'm, my, I'm your sucker. <laughs> my my frustration is just like it. You watch other stuff though. Yeah. Like, and there's there's a lot of people, and and obviously it's really really hard when you have kids and you're like scheduling a babysitter yeah. to do all that stuff. But I definitely know people that will only go and see Marvel stuff, uh, and that is a problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. It's just nice because like Marvel <laughs> stuff is stuff I can bring the child to, uh, even right. though they have the swears. It's like you know he he really liked Love and Thunder. Like any time where there was fighting and Guns and Roses playing, he was having the time of his fucking life. Like <laughs> you know, and but then yeah. it's like he's like he wants to go see DC Super Pets, and I'm like, all right, kid, maybe right. <laughs> that's a <laughs> well, that's- for me. I want to go that's, see that's, Nope. <laughs> I right. don't think I can take him to that. <laughs> yeah. And that, that that's what's hard. I mean, like, uh, who's that? Guillermo del Toro was talking about that, where it's just like, you can't make a movie just, like, it's so hard to make a movie just for adults now. Yeah. Like, so many movies are trying to have their cake and eat it too, just mm-hmm. so, because so many can get away with it. Where it's just sort of like, oh, okay, I can bring the kids. We're going to make more money. Studio's going to okay this over, you know, Super super Pets is, you know, the the rock uh, voicing of uh, animated dog. It's going to mm-hmm. be great or yeah. whatever. <laughs> like that's that's going to be a-okay. But, uh... <laughs> what surprised me was hearing a lot of my neighbors who have kids a few years older than mine talking about how they took their kids to see Top Gun Maverick. Which is a movie that was not on my radar in any way for any reason. Like, to me, Mm -hmm. seems like the most just engineered mass market. Let's revive this old thing that people probably around my age have nostalgia for. But I don't know. Not me. I feel like I miss nostalgia for it by a few years. I don't know if I I don't think I've ever even seen Top Gun. I've never seen Top Gun. Yeah. You guys are different group. (laughs) (laughs) I talked to because I mean, it's the same reason people are going to Marvel stuff. It's I, I mean, it's a big action yeah. spectacle, and it's supposed to be very, very well shot. Like I, I feel like I missed out not watching it. Like I, yeah. I mean, it seems I like people a, love that movie. Like it's yeah. made a ton of fucking money. Oh, it's supposed to be yeah, really, really good. Yeah. Uh, like I, my my nostalgia for Top Gun is more the music than the movie itself. Like the movie itself <laughs> is really fun, but it's not one that hits me where I'm just like, yeah. But also, if you drive with Mahoney anywhere, you will listen to the entire <laughs> Top Gun. No. It's, uh, and it's Ken's theme. It's Ken's theme and yeah. Man's theme. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. You know, it's <laughs> great. Um, I just wasn't, you know, gunning. I'm, I'm being picky and choosy. Would I uh, go see during the COVID times? Like, yeah. I went and saw, yeah. went and saw yeah. Nope with, uh, like, three other people in the theater, which was really, really nice on that end yeah. of thing um but uh yeah can't uh can't recommend that one enough uh oh yeah, yeah like, be... if for me it's going to be i i it nope is going to be an easier sell for me to get jan to go to a theater with me to see that than um crimes of the future which is yeah movie to go <laughs> in theaters that i really really want to see but i know jan just won't no. like it it's <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's making back to pretentious. Like, people will be split whether they think the movie is pretentious or making fun of pretension. I'm on the the second side, but uh, I feel like Jan might be on the first. So that that, that one's a harder set. Like, like the thing with Nope is it's 
you can tell that you know that Jordan Peele is an auteur who wants to do his own thing, but he also loves populist filmmaking. Mm. Like it's it's very like it it's kind of a perfect blend of uh some Tarantino like better Tarantino and early Spielberg stuff, just at least in like tone. Mm. Uh and it's cool to see that in the theaters and yeah. uh, to see that it's drawing people in, that sort of thing. Yeah, I don't want to see that. Obviously, I don't want to spoil shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, either you guys watch this show, The Bear? No. No, not, I watched the first, like, five minutes, and then I was like, oh, I can't watch this at work. This is uh, actually really good. <laughs> All right. Yeah, All this, right. this show, people's people's talking. Yeah, yeah. So many people were talking about it. Jan and I like binged mm-hmm. it in like three days. We we could not. I heard it. that Ellie is crazy. <laughs> it's. I mean, the there the penultimate episode, the second to last episode, is is that seven? That's seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So people are talking about this because it is. Oh. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, yeah. It is. My God, it, it, like <laughs> 20 minutes in real time, no cuts. It's one of those magical ah, things on TV okay. that you just don't see often. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I didn't know what specifically. I just knew people said it was intense. Oh, yeah. The whole goddamn every episode of that show is a heart attack. But um, okay, okay. but but yeah, that but that one of just man, and mm. the whole show is great. But that one episode it is exactly 20 minutes. It is fully real time. There are no camera cuts and it's astounding to watch. It is breathless television. It's magical. People love, that's the thing is like, you can do the long shot as a gimmick. And I feel like we've, we've had kind of a gulf since I guess 1917 was the last Mm. uh, one that people were talking about. And I feel like most shows kind of have like one episode where they play with it a little bit. And sometimes, Sometimes it doesn't, but like when it, because I know what that show is as well. Like it works contextually. Like if it's yeah. organic, like that shit rules. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, it's great. Um, uh, not to switch off of the bear, but no, the only other—that's it. Only other show. Have you watched? And I would, if you watch this with Jan, I'm dying to hear her opinion of the rehearsal. Oh, you know, she's dying to see it. She loves Nathan Fielder. You, um, it is, it is the best thing right now. <laughs> oh, it is. You want to talk about? In, yes. Yes. Oh my God. Tell, tell me when you guys. All right. It. Like, All right. We, second, we will have watched it by the next time we have yeah. a podcast. Second episode came, like I'm watching it right after Rampage. Too. Like it is, it is AEW Rampage ends. <laughs> that is the second that it goes up on Max. <laughs> Um, it's, well, the, the difference is, uh, budget more than anything. Like, okay. whereas Nathan for you felt like they gave him five bucks in a tin can. <laughs> Max is like, here is every dollar that you've ever wanted <laughs> to do what you want. Um, that's great. She, Jan actually uses an episode of Nathan for you as a, as a lesson at school. Which one? <laughs> Finding the, Francis, or there's no. there's one where they they he makes a fake video about I think a dog rescuing a pig, 
or oh, maybe yeah. the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, build yeah. this elaborate channel for the animals to <laughs> yes. swim in, and like, and so it's a lesson about like how, what is and is not credible on the internet. So it, it's it's ah, an information literacy lesson. Oh, great! Congratulate her on that. That is very smart. <laughs> I, I I mean that is one of the things the show is doing in a way, is is being like what's true, what's not. I mean, one of the best episodes is when he tricked uh, the late night show story. Uh, did you see that one? No, no. So it, he was go like, it was, I think it was the last season because he's going like, well, the network wants me to go on a late night talk show and I'm nervous. So I did a lot of research about what makes a good late night show interview. But what it is, is him metatextually breaking down like, all, all these celebrities telling basically the same fucking story through the years where they're just sort of like, I got pulled over by the cops and they pulled out this baggie and they thought it was cocaine, but it wasn't. And like, so specifically, he's just like, ah, this got the best reaction from the crowd. This happens, this happens, this happens, this happens. This happens. And then, of course, because it's Nathan Fader, he's just like, well, I don't want to lie. So I need to make sure that this actually happens. So the whole episode is like, him getting a fat suit so that this can happen. So that, you know, like that's his, fantastic. but it's fascinating. And, and he didn't tell Jimmy Kimmel until the episode of Nathan for you aired. So <laughs> they thought it was an actual interview for about a month and a half. Until <laughs> that came oh, that's fantastic. I'm going to have to check yeah. that down. It's good. Yeah. So that's, yeah, we will be watching the rehearsal imminently. we like, we just wrapped the bear last night. Rehearsal yeah. is pretty much next on deck. So it's also a heart attack in a couple of ways. So, <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. All yeah. right. It's 10 o'clock. Anybody? Yep, it's about that time. Else? Yeah. I got to go night night. I got to go nap nap. I'm going to go work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. No fun. No oh. fun. Oh, 10, 12, 12 month school employee. No summer off. Oh. oh. Yeah. That's the, that's, that's the life. That's the life. That's that 12-month life. <laughs> that 12-month life. No, I just get to get off whenever I want to. Which could be the summer. I just don't want it to be. All right. All right, gang. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks for We've listening. We've been your hosts. We have been. And now we're something else entirely. I've been eating pizza this entire time, but I've been backing away from the mic. Have you guys been able to hear me chew? No. Uh, I, I did it. not. I did see you eating. Did, did see you, you doing did some chomping. All right. So if I do this, can you hear me chew? Only I when mean, you when talk. you do that. But if I'm back like, here. No. Nope. All right. That's the magic of a noise gate. Hardware yeah. noise gate, people. If you throw right. your face right up there on that mic, then yeah, I will hear the right. sounds of you chewing and it's gross. But <laughs> back there, you can do whatever you want with that food in your mouth. Listeners, so I've got the technology, people? all right, to protect you. All right. Ears. That's why I do what I do. Well, that's an episode. Uh, I'm sure plotting next month is going to be fun because it's the end of August when all hell's breaking loose in mine and David's lives. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, but we'll see. I'm sure we'll figure it out. But we'll until it then. We'll do it. We'll do it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Ta. Ta. Ta.